Welcome again. Time to talk L.A. City section one more time. I am Tommy Morris, joined by L.A.'s favorite prep reporters, Alex Garner and Colin Morissette. We're going to start with Alex. Alex, let us know, what are the ramifications of the strike that just ended? So the strike finally, like you mentioned, just ending about six, seven days, finally came to a conclusion on Tuesday. And just kind of some background, like we were talking last week, we said the teachers wanted, they wanted a raise, they wanted smaller classes, they wanted some support staff like nurses and counselors and such. So just to kind of break down what the teachers actually got in this agreement, they're getting a 6% raise right now. It's going to be a 3% raise this year, 2019, and then a 3% raise next year. And they're reducing class sizes around LAUSD by about four students per class. doesn't sound like much, but to some of the teachers it makes a big difference. And then the big one, every middle school and high school, they're going to get nurses, counselors on every campus full-time, as well as a lot of librarian staff are going to be added to some of these schools. So a lot of big things kind of coming from the strike. It was a bit of a pain in the rear end for a lot of parents and some of the players and teachers themselves. But I think at the end of the day, the goal was, let's see how we can help these kids. And it seems like they got a pretty a pretty square deal out of this whole thing. Um, but as it affects sports, and we were talking about last week, how many things, you know, how many games were going to be canceled and, you know, kids that may be getting recruited weren't going to get noticed and things like that. To just kind of break down what happened, now, of course, no games could be played during the strike, but this Thursday, so today, games were officially back on. The strike ended on Tuesday. The LAUSD and the teachers mandated, or the city section mandated a special day of practice yesterday, so every team had to go out and practice yesterday before they could go back to games tomorrow, or today, rather. So now they're playing. Now they're back to it. The ramifications basically are, from Monday the 14th when the strike started until yesterday, Wednesday the 23rd, a bunch of games got missed. Most of those were league games. Now, the issue with that is you might have an imbalance of games because some of the leagues, like let's just take the Western League, for example. They've got Westchester and Fairfax. Those are the two biggest and best high school basketball programs in L.A. City. Westchester missed two games against Laces, a small public school, and University High School, both smaller public schools, in league games, and they're not going to replant because, I mean, it's up to the league commissioners and the individual athletic directors there's just not enough time because there's still league schedule, and then as soon as that ends, they're going to start the playoffs. So there's just not enough time to make up some of these games when, I mean, let's be honest, Westchester's probably going to beat these teams. It's just not worth the formality of playing this basketball game. But the big one was Fairfax, and they've been able to reschedule that one. So the game that was missed on, uh, I believe it was the, the 18th, I think, the Westchester-Fairfax game, that's been rescheduled to the 31st. And they've also got a game tomorrow night. I think Connor's going to talk about that in a little bit. That's a big, big game. So all in all, it seems like most of these schools are getting back on track. The games that were missed very most likely are just not going to be made up, and they're going to have to play the league schedule the rest of the way. But the big one, the one everybody was worried about, the Westchester-Fairfax game, that's going to be made up this next Friday. All right, Alex, thank you very much. And it's good to see them be able to make up some of those games, or at least the important ones that you're mentioning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's great for the athletes to be able to get back on the floor. The players-only meetings and players-only practices can only take you so far. It's nice to get the coaches back involved. All right, thank you so much, Alex. We'll now head on over to Connor. Sure, so everything's going to happen on Friday, and the biggest games, of course, the big one is Fairfax and Westchester. That's the classic L.A. public school rivalry, so that's a huge game in the Western League. The teams had their first game canceled because of the strike, but they're going to make that one up. This one was on the schedule always for Friday at Westchester. They're going to make up the Fairfax one later on. And then in the West Valley League, Taft is not a full charter, even though it's a charter school, so they had to miss some games. And 
they're going to have uh, some big games coming up, but the big game there in the West Valley League, it's Birmingham and El Camino Real, two teams who already met this year, and El Camino Real played Birmingham at home, and they were winning the whole game, and then right at the end, ended up losing on a last-second buzzer beater to Birmingham, so they have some unfinished business with them. And then finally, in the South Bay in the Marine League, Narbonne basketball, usually the best team in the Marine League, they lost to Gardena earlier this year, and then, of course, the strike happened, and neither team has played for a while. They're going to play on Friday again, and Narbonne has that game at home. They're looking to get some revenge, win by a pretty big margin, so that way they can still take a share of the league title with them into the playoffs. And then all these games are big open division uh, ramifications. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. And how do you think the teams will respond after having this time off? Do you think it'll be kind of a smooth transition, or is it going to be kind of like the beginning of the season where everyone's a little bit rusty? Yeah, I think we might see some rust. And uh, the L.A. Times high school sports guy, Eric Sontimer, he's been tweeting about Fairfax and Palisades. They're playing a game as we're talking right now. And he tweeted, uh, Fairfax has missed two dunks. They look a little rusty. And I think that's what's going to happen. Because remember, the teams could practice, but the coach couldn't be there and it couldn't be at school. So you got to imagine, A, practices weren't as frequent as they would be if there was no strike, and B, the quality of the practice wasn't as great. So even if some of these teams had players-only practices off campus, which was great, it still wasn't going to be the same as practicing in your building with a coach. So I think we might see a little bit of rust, but in terms of these big rivalry games on Friday, look for that rust to maybe trickle away after a few minutes in that first quarter because there's so much on the line. And then final question here, the playoffs right around the corner. you think the teams will have time to dust that rust off, or are the teams that could practice and could play at a huge advantage? Well, I think there's one more week of the regular season after uh, the end of this week, so that should give these teams enough time. And it's only a week, but remember, a lot of these teams are going to probably squeeze in a makeup game here and there, maybe a game on Saturday, maybe a game on a Tuesday or Thursday if they play Monday Wednesday, Friday schedule, so they're going to get a chance to get their legs back before um, we see them play in the playoffs, which would be nice. If the strike had lasted longer, that would have been a bigger issue, and there would have been a whole thing about pushing the playoffs back. They're not going to do that. What they might do is maybe add some more teams into Division One, so everyone gets a fair shot, which is nice uh, from the city section. But I, I think the rest is going to wear off by the time the playoffs come, which will be a good thing. All right, cool. Thank you so much, Connor. Again, that was Alex and Connor, your two favorite prep reporters in the Los Angeles section. That'll do it for our Los Angeles City Section Roundup.